someone asked me a question what is a mano nasha mano means mind and nasha means killing the mind or destroying the mind so first thing that we need to understand here is what is a mind what do you understand by mind so mind has four different aspects four different functions i would say and uh, there is no direct translation of the word mind in hindi but all these four words four aspects are described according to the hindi sanskrit so these four aspects of mind are manas chit buddhi and aham so let's take them one by one what is manas first of all manas is the sensory perception manas is the processing center for all that your five senses are taking as an input that's manas it's an emotional plane it processes all your emotions so that is manas what is aham aham is the i maker you can say or ego that is what actually processes everything and you know i am a female i am a mother i am a spouse or i am vice president or something this thing that thing so that is i maker that is your ego that is what we call as aham or ahankar then next one is chit chit is the storage house a storage house of your memories a storage house of all the ex- expressions experiences anything that you get in life so that is your storage house chit next is buddhi buddhi is the discriminating factor discriminating faculty of your mind it goes on dividing discriminating this is good this is bad this is right this is wrong now a life is lived with all these functioning together when someone is a child in your childhood your buddhi was functioning the discriminating faculty was functioning at a very high level you very well knew what is right what is wrong what is bad what is good there was no social conditioning that has happened to you through your family or through the society or schools and all those things no conditioning has happened within you so buddhi works fine but slowly when the conditioning starts happening you start experiencing life through all your five senses so then you start storing them into your chit all those expressions are stored inside your all those experiences memories are stored inside your chitta even habits are formed there so say for example someone got a bad habit of drinking alcohol 
he's habitual of drinking alcohol now it's not that it, his buddhi or her buddhi is not functioning at that time it is it is functioning buddhi is telling that this is wrong you are killing yourself you'll die one day your liver may fail so his buddhi is functioning but that deep impression has gone so deep in his chitta that over and over doing something and creating a pattern out of it it has gone so deep in the person that even though buddhi is trying to tell him what is wrong what is right he's not taking an action according to it because those impressions have taken a deep root inside him now he is a person of habit we all are persons of habit everybody is a person we have habit of eating this thing not liking that thing or sleeping this way or that way in this pose in that pose doing something as a daily ritual we all become habit habitual people people are habitual by nature we say that because those impressions are deeply stored inside your chitta buddhi is very subtle is the subtlest aspect out of all these four things manas aham buddhi and chitta buddhi is the most subtle thing after a while when a person goes on denying buddhi opposing buddhi again and again then buddhi stops saying anything at all he knows it is wrong but he is still doing we know that is not right but still we are doing it we have no control over ourselves because we became so much a creature of habit so much of has a storage has happened into the chitta how to minimize that storage for that we need to minimize or we need to filter what we are receiving through those five senses senses of smell touch and seeing speaking so all these senses five senses that you have they are constantly creating they are interacting with the world those senses are outward outward so you are constantly receiving one input or the other either through your eyes or through your ears or through your sense of smell or touch or you know through your speaking you are constantly creating one or the other experience for yourself and all those are being stored so first thing that comes when we talk about manonasha is the sen- control of senses do not take everything inside that you see that you hear that you do and put put some kind of filter there you know otherwise why do we ask kids not to watch so much tv or not to watch so many violent shows or movies or something like that because it impacts the mind it creates an impression in the mind we are trying to filter the negative things but when we grow up nobody tells us that you know you are self sabotaging yourself you are constantly thinking negative and depressive thoughts and you have you are not putting a break on it if someone says you are good you feel happy in an instant someone says you are bad or a really horrible person suddenly the whole self worth goes out of the window and you think oh i am the bad person i i really am no good for at all and i really and you again try keep on trying to prove 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 so you have a outer score card built up 
inside you you try to heal other people or look towards other people do something significant in order to feel significant you're not stopping the or filtering the senses so first thing that we used to teach people through yoga is how to minimize the input so anyone anyone who was doing tapas has to little bit stay away from the world too much socializing too much drinking today even people go to temple even just to socialize there is no bhakti no devotion happening there nobody is seeing god there nobody is doing anything all they do is just go out for socializing people go to church for socializing these these days people go to sunday masses just because you know i'll meet this person that person and because i go to church i go to temple i am a good person so that sort of self fulfilled prophecy that people create in themselves so anyone who is following us going on to this spiritual path they have to minimize the input to their through their senses that is one thing to do of course senses are not that reactionary not that working when you are sleeping only during the waking times you have to do this thing controlling your senses so that way manas will be re- less functional little less functional in you and will be used only for the necessary things and not doing taking input from here and there and uselessly firing reactionary shots and reactionary thoughts inside you so manas has to calm down that is one thing another thing manas is needed it's not that you have to kill the manas there's no way to kill the manas if senses stop taking input and stop telling if manas stops reacting then you may accidentally burn your heart hand and or cut your finger and you will not know at all manas was given five senses were given to us in order to keep us safe in order to keep this human body safe it's just that we made it over functional over the period of time we look for anything that can tantalize our you know senses that can excite our senses we go to movies or go for all kinds of thrilling joy rides and drinking and binge drinking and overeating and indulging into so many things just to have a reaction in mind just to have a re- really crazy reaction happen in your manas why that excites you that that is something that makes you feel alive but that is not the real sense of feeling alive that is not the way to do it so you f- see how many inputs you are taking try to minimize all of them see what can be minimized what cannot be minimized i am not saying close yourself inside a room or go to himalayas or run away somewhere or start living alone altogether don't do all those such things there's no need for running away from the world you have to live into the world see how the world functions and then come out of it safely start trading it into trading into it safely that's what it is about you cannot stay away from the keep the ship away from so that is what it is about manas that you have to control the external sensory inputs that are going inside you next thing is and the most important thing is ego just see how many identities you have created in within yourself i am a male i am a female i am an indian i am an american i am 
I'm Australian, I am this, I am that, and I am a spouse, I am wife, and I am a student, I am a good learner, I am a bad learner, I am diabetic, I am hypertension patient, or, you know, people give themselves so many identities. So just take a pen and paper and write down how many identities you have created for yourself. Because everything that your manas is firing right now is related to those identities. So what you have to do is slowly by and by you have to shed all those identities. You have to get rid of all those identities. Um, even identity can be create, created in any spiritual person also. That I am a spiritual, rest of the people are, you know, worldly people. I am bhogi, you are yogi. And that is another way to identify. Anything that discriminates, anything that separates you from the world, that creates a separation between you and the other people, other beings, then that is a function of your, that, that is what your ego has done and you have to get rid of it slowly. So just if anybody can come up with less than 20 identities, I'd be very happy to see that list. But most of the people will come up with more than 20, 20 identities that they see themselves as, that their ego has created. So all the impressions that are stored in your chitta, all the memories that are stored in your chitta are related to one or many of those identities. So when you start shedding your identities, when you are conscious, you when you consciously start giving up those identities, then the memories and the impressions will not have such a strong hold on you. Then your chitta will have no hold on you. So that is why we say that, you know, do not identify yourself too much. I have a body, you do not have a body. I have a complete body, you have a, I have disabled or, you know, body with less, you know, doing less functions and less capable body. So there are so many identities that people create and that is a big, big problem. You have to give up all your identities. For example, if today I think that, okay, I am a female, and you know, then all something, if something bad has happened to me as a female, then my memories and my impressions are related to me being female. Now, whenever I see any man, you know, behaving in a really ridiculous manly way and trying to exercise his power on poor females, and then suddenly the female in me, me will start firing and going left and right and against that male without thinking that you know it's all human being it's all everything is an aspect of being a human so it's okay to be faulty or you know do bad things and not that i'm not saying that anybody should be doing it but if somebody has done those things and he can he understand that he shouldn't have done done those things then if i understand that being human is more important than being a female Understanding everybody as a human is more important than being a female. So, so that is what it is all about. Identities and ego that functions within you. Next thing is Chitta. So Chitta will, Chitta has stored impressions and experiences of yours. Chitta will function less if all your identities are shed. Because Chitta is storing impressions and uh, everything, information, everything about those identities. So those identities needs to be given up in order to have less reactional chitta, so chitta to have less control over you. So that is what needs to be done. And now next is buddhi. 
buddhi is very important buddhi is about where to discriminate where not to discriminate so all these four functions when we say manonasha we are not saying we are trying to kill all these four things we are not trying to kill all these four aspects of our mind neither do we need to kill all, all these four aspects of they are useful now they will always be useful even when you are enlightened in one way or the other these are required these are needed so we do not need to kill them it's just that we need to make them conscious when we say we need to make them conscious what when is actually all these four are really functional in you in your waking state so they function in your waking state at their maximum capability maximum capacity so when you are awake all your manas buddhi aham chitta or four four are functional at that time you need to ex- exercise some control over it manas needs to be controlled by having less sensory inputs buddhi needs to be controlled by seeing where to apply buddhi or intellect where to divide where to separate and where we should not divide where we should not separate so we need to see that and then we need to see how many identities and ego we have and where where all the places when it gets fired and we need to break the boundaries of all those identities that we have created in ourselves and next is chitta chitta we once we control sensory input and our identities are uh, less rigid then there will be less control that chitta will have over us i like this i like that we need to stop doing that okay so this these are the four things that we need to take care of in our waking consciousness next is dreaming consciousness in dreaming consciousness all these four are there manas is there but it is not getting any input from outside you say i saw the dream but your eyes were closed were not taking any input from outside you said i was running on the hill and i i felt really tired and or i fell down from the top of the building and i was just floating in the air you get all those feelings and you still have your senses awake your senses are functional your manas is functional but it is not taking any input from outside instead it is working in a really subtle way inside now next thing is this is buddhi is also functional in during the dreaming state but it's not as functional as it should be otherwise you may know that it's you are dreaming that is the first thing first thing that will come out from your buddhi that you are dreaming it's not real just wake up there's no land running after you or nobody driving you crazy in your dream you are not eating here you will still wake up hungry but buddhi is not doing all those things buddhi is there but application of buddhi is not happening conscious application of intellect is not happening in your dreaming state then next is deep sleep in deep sleep everything is gone no ego exists you don't know who you are when you are in a deep sleep state you don't even know that you are sleeping when you are in a deep sleep state only when you come out of your deep sleep then you know that you are sleeping oh i had a very sound sleep and i slept so well and i am so refreshed all that happens when you come out of it but while sleeping you did not even know whether you have a body how many kids you have or if you have or you are married or who you are what you are not you don't know anything at all when you are in a deep sleep so all your identities your aham is not there your manas is not there to do anything at all your uh, chitta is there storage house is there but chitta needs needs these three partners manas buddhi and aham 
is needed by chitta in order to function without its blank dumb storage house is not going to do anything on its own at all chitta is not going to do anything at all so even in even though in deep sleep impressions are there but they do not have a ground playground to play with somebody with and they do not have anybody to play with because manas chitta and buddhi are not manas aham and buddhi are silent at that time so first thing that you need to do is during your waking consciousness so what we have to do when we say manonasha manonasha is about taking care of your mind during the waking consciousness because during dreaming and sleeping it is automatically taken care of you need not to worry worry much about those states but waking during waking consciousness you have to take care of all these four aspects of your mind that is that is what we mean by manonasha nasha is not about killing anything or destroying any all these four aspects four four faculties instead kill and remove and destroy the what these four things has created ego has created identities manas has created lot of sensory perception wrong right everything that is going inside buddhi keeps on dividing whether it is needed or not and chitta just keeps on storing and firing everything back on you so that is what we need to take care of that is what manonasha is Thank <laughs> you.